I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hey everybody and welcome back to Autism Building the Puzzle One Piece at a Time. Sean here, your host, coming at you riding solo today for the Father's episode. Happy to be back with you guys. Um, you know, wanted to talk about a couple different things today. Uh, hope everybody's doing well out there. Obviously, if you like the show, please share it. Send us some emails about any questions, comments, thoughts you have, anything you guys want to hear. Um, building the puzzle at yahoo.com. Um, you know, we want to provide you guys with the content that you're looking for to help, you know, help support you guys in your journey. Um, you know, we're here for you. We know it's not easy. We've been going through this for, um, five years now, approximately. And, uh, we've learned a lot. We've made a lot of mistakes and we want to, you know, pass on, you know, what we've learned from our research and our experiences that can impact you guys. Um, you know, today kind of wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of different things. First of all, you know, I want to talk about family situations and things like that. Um, people making suggestions and, you know, kind of what we've gone through with that, how we've managed it you know, particularly myself and everything like that. So, you know, being a father is one of the hardest jobs uh, any man will ever have to take on. Um, and that's for, you know, any child, regardless of the child's, uh, you know, situation um, and whatever challenges they have. Uh you know, something I've realized is that one of my most important responsibilities is to support and protect my family, my wife, and my child um, to the best of my ability. And it's not always easy to do that. Um, you know, obviously we have other relationships with family members and things like that, um, that you know, people you care about, that you have to kind of navigate that stuff, and sometimes you have to decide, you know, what's more important. Is my wife and son more important, or is my relationship with XYZ relative or friend more important? Um, you know, and, I, and that's kind of tough. We've had a lot of, um, you know, people that care about us make suggestions and, and things we should consider doing to make our lives better, make our lives easier or different. Um, and, you know, I understand that you guys probably have stuff like that going on out there as well. And what I've learned from my experience with that is blowing them off or getting mad or having a fight with them doesn't really solve the, solve anything. It doesn't solve the problem. You get annoyed, they get annoyed, um, you don't make any progress, you don't get the, any kind of emotional support that you may need from some, you know, some, you know, from your family and stuff like that. So I've learned that I have to be really clear 
and concise and just explain my position and why. So, you know, for instance, a lot of people th think we should put gray in, in a school. And they have their own opinions on that, and that's based on their knowledge, their experiences, and, you know, what they've encountered in their lives. And they can't relate to, to us and what we're thinking. They think, in a lot of cases, they think we're being stubborn. So, you know, I had to be really upfront and clear with a number of people in our lives that, hey, listen, like, I understand that you're making a suggestion and your opinion you know you have your opinion you're you have every right to have your opinion but let me explain to you why we feel the way we do and you know when I took that route and very emotionally explained how you know the people don't understand our lives and what we experience because they haven't gone through it themselves you know, the challenges we face every day and the heartaches we go through, they can't relate to that stuff. Even if they try, you know, they can be the most compassionate people in the world, but they haven't experienced it themselves, so how could they? It's very hard. Um, so, you know, just saying, like, hey, listen, like, for instance, going to school is a great example because obviously, like, we had the whole experience where Grayson got really sick after his one um, course of shots when he was, I don't know, 14 months old. Had 103 fever for like almost a week and couldn't break it. He was saying like five or six words before that. And then after that, he didn't really speak anymore. He regressed horribly in a number of different ways. Um, you know, to send him to school, we're going to have to give him certain, you know, shots and stuff. And as a father, seeing and living through that whole experience in the past, I had to explain to some people that, you know, I don't think I could live with myself if I did that. And he got worse. Like emotionally, that would be really, really hard to live with. Um, knowing that, like, you tried, you, mean, you harmed your child in order to try to give yourself a, a easier, more less complicated life. Um, you know, it's a tough thing. Um, it it's hard enough to live through it the first time, but knowing what we know now, like, how could I, in good conscience, do that again and risk harming my child again? As parents, all we want to do is keep our children safe and taken care of. Um, and a lot of times that's not the easiest thing in the world. So, you know, when I got down to it and got really raw and emotional, like understood my point of view, and even if they have a different point of view, because they don't necessarily have the same beliefs or experiences as we do, they're much more understanding and supportive of us going forward now. And they're much less judgmental of our decisions and our opinions. And, you know, that's something, it took a long time and a lot of work and, you know, a lot of banging my head against the wall and having arguments with people to figure all that out. But, 
you know, over time, I ended up really learning and growing. And, you know, that's one of the blessings of going through such a difficult challenge and a hard journey um, and dealing with all this stuff is I've learned so much about myself as an individual. Um, And it's really helped me grow and become a better person. And maybe that's part of the reason, like, we were chosen to be Grayson's parents. Um, It's because we needed these experiences to grow as, as human beings and as individuals as well. So, you know, I want to encourage you guys, like, I know it's easy to get defensive and hurt by things people say or suggestions people make, but, you know, a lot of times they're just saying what they think based on their opinion, and I think, you know, if we are open, honest, and vulnerable with these people that we're in, you know, relationships with, um, they're going to be much more supportive and understanding than we might think in the beginning. Um... You know, and I know it's not easy because we want to protect our kids, and our first reaction is is kind of uh, kind of a gut reaction and kind of defensiveness and stuff like that. But I think opening up and talking from our heart, and and I know that's hard as men and fathers to do that. I know we've been conditioned in a lot of ways not to be emotional um, and not to you know show our vulnerability. But I think. You know, that's the sign of a really true mature individual is being able to do that. And uh, that's something I had to learn, and I think that's something, like, everybody needs to kind of understand. You know, we're not... We're living in a different world than a lot of these other people. Um, and we have to... have to handle our life and our situations and relationships and our interactions with our children in a completely different way than other people. You know what I mean? You know, Grayson might do something wrong, do something that with a neurotypical child I may correct them for. But with Grayson, I have to really choose and pick my battles wisely of what the most important things to follow through on are and what other things that are not nearly as important are. You know? You know? He was picking his nose the other day, and to be honest with you, if he was neurotypical, I'd probably say something and yell at him and tell him not to do that, but with all the other things and behavior issues and challenges that we're facing, it's not the biggest deal in the world, you know, um, so we have to spend time focusing on the things that matter the most, you know, and for everybody, those those things that matter the most are going to be different based on your situation, so... That's one of the biggest things I wanted to, you know, kind of talk about. You know, also, you know, the 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 joy in life that I've realized comes from our journey. The journey that we go on every day. Every day I wake up and I find the joy in all the things I do with Grayson on a day-to-day basis and all the times I see him interacting with different things and learning different things. Um, you know, I was recently getting excited talking about a, a blog post about him speaking and about him babbling again more and more. And, you know, even if he, even if he does learn to speak or develop speech, um, 
know, I'd be super excited. But that would that's a temporary joy that I would have. The real joy I find um, and happiness, I really find peace in my life comes from the everyday stuff. Regardless of what he accomplishes and what he does, interacting with him every day, growing close as a family and as a father and son, those are the experiences that just make life worth living and make life enjoyable. So, um, you know, we're really excited that he's babbling more and stuff like that, but if he doesn't speak, that's completely fine. He's a, he's a great child and he's going to be good and successful and he's going to be who he is no matter what. You know, God intended him to be whatever God intended him to be for a reason. And we've completely, um, learned to be accepting of that. You know what I mean? Um, and it's fine regardless. And that doesn't mean we won't push him and encourage him to, to, to push him to speak and be more verbal and stuff like that. But, you know, we're also not going to, like, live or die by it. Um, it's not going to destroy our, our lives or his life either way. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people that live wonderful lives that are nonverbal individuals. So, um, you know, we, I think we've gotten past that emotional part of that. Um... So I guess kind of the three things to touch that I touched on today, just to kind of review them a little bit. Uh, one, um, we got to let our guards down with others and not be defensive when they bring up their opinions on what they think we should be doing in our lives and with our children. Um, it's not easy. They can't relate to it. But I do think if we open up and explain our reasoning and, and let our guard down, don't be defensive we're going to get much more of the support and kindness and compassion that we really want out of, out of that relationship and that interaction. Um, two, supporting your child and your, your spouse are, you know, supporting and protecting them are the most important things you can do as a father. Uh, lastly, this is all about the journey, guys. Um, the joy is found in everyday moments, not in the the the, the successes and, and the sadness isn't found in the, the failures. The journey, it's not. It's the journey that brings the joy and happiness and serenity, peace into your life, not the destination. So I hope you guys uh, got something from that. You know, I love being here, talking to you guys, giving you my thoughts. Um, and I hope sharing can, you know, you can get something out of the, the, the podcast, um, that you can take advantage of and use in your lives to help you grow as individuals and as fathers. Uh, we appreciate the YouTube channel. We're trying to do a lot more with that, uh, over the next couple of weeks. And we have been doing more of that in the past couple of weeks, putting some more videos up, trying to get more engaged with you guys. Uh, please like share everything like that. If you want to support uh, the book, the book is in the description below. Um, we'd love for you to do so. Share it on your social media. That would be fantastic. Um, you know, we have heard from a number of people that have read the book, and it's had an impact on them and their kids. And, um, you know, that that's really what it's all about. That's why why we wrote it. Um, 
and that was our goal was just our goal for all of the stuff we're, we're doing and working on is just to share our lives provide hope knowledge and support for other people um so you know that you're not alone we're here too going through the same challenges that you face so uh, we love you guys and i guess we will see you on the next one for autism building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle one piece, piece at, at a time. time i'm sean and i'm alex signing off take care everybody building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com reach out by phone at 732-203-5268 you can also find them both on facebook and instagram as well at the speech paradigm we are also sponsored by grayson and company uh, making homemade toys they have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins sensory boards all different kinds of toys for your children Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys